This is Mark Robinson from Ole Miss Football, and you're listening to Spitter Nation interview. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, G Stryker, and today we're talking about the draft, and most importantly, I mean, I know I've talked about some players, I've talked about Kenny Pickett and that in the past, but now we're going to talk about who do we think is the Steelers' biggest steal of this draft? I mean, obviously, this felt like a hometown Yinzers draft. It's like, we got our guy from Pittsburgh. We got a pickings and a picket for our picks for the first two picks of the draft. So that picked up nicely. Uh, and then we end up picking up Connor Hayward, brother of Cameron Hayward. So now we have our fourth set of brothers on the team to go with the Edmonds brothers, to go with the Watt brothers, and to go with the Davis brothers. So that's really, really fun for a family organization to bring on a brother. Um, Also really exciting to get Mark Robinson, who's the first player we ever interviewed before they became a Pittsburgh Steeler or never had any um, affiliation with the Steelers. The Steelers go ahead and draft him then as well. So that was really interesting. And then, of course, follow up with the quarterback uh, out, of, uh, um, out of San Diego State, uh, Chris Olodekin. So um, we'll get to talking about these now. To tell you the truth, I mean, that Kenny Pickens pick, great pick. I mean, obviously, he was the top guy in the draft for the Steelers. There's no question about that because all five quarterbacks were available. And Kenny was the guy. Not Malik Willis like a lot of us thought. So there's never going to be that inkling in the back of the mind that, oh, Steelers had to go and make sure they drafted their quarterback because somebody jumped up ahead of them and drafted uh, Malik Willis. That was not the case this year, guys. We had every single quarterback to pick from. We picked the best quarterback in the draft, or at least the first quarterback off of the board. At number 20, when does that ever happen? That the first quarterback comes off the board at number 20. This was the year it had to happen for the Steelers because Steelers are always drafting in the top half. So they they always get, you have to wait at least 20 picks before they're starting to draft because they're used to making the playoffs. They're used to having a winning record or at least not having a losing record under the Mike Tomlin era and to still pick up guys like Cam Hayward, like TJ Watt. We redo that, that Watt draft again. He's number one. He's number one off of the board every year. The guy is absolutely insane on defense. And then, of course, picking up Nick Fitzpatrick helps as well. But let's talk about some of the other picks. Now, George Pickens, to me, great, great size speed ratio guy, like 6'4", 200 pounds, runs a 4'4", 40. I mean, that in itself are some really, really nice aspects to be like, yeah, this guy could be a steal of the draft. Except he's lacked the production. I mean, he's got 90 receptions, 1,347 yards, and 14 career, career touchdowns. We drafted him strictly on his size-speed ratio, not his uh, offensive production. Because he was hurt most of last year, came on late, obviously came back to play in uh, in the playoffs as well. So that speaks a lot to that guy's toughness. And a big reason why we drafted Pickens. Also a big reason why we drafted him is his ability to block. He is slobber knocking guys at the line of scrimmage. Steelers love blocking wide receivers. 
Chase Claypool, case in point as well. And Deontay Johnson does a fairly good job as well. All of them better blockers than Eric Ebron, who's a tight end. All of them better blockers than a tight end that we had on our roster, who was essentially a wide receiver. And that was the only way he was used there at the end uh, of his career, just because he was incapable of blocking. But, you know, I'm not 100% sold on Pickens. Love his size speed, but his, I mean, we have a guy on the roster right, right now as well with Miles Boykin that we picked up off, claimed off of waivers from the Ravens, stole his, stole their, uh, their wide receiver that they look to get rid of. To me, they're about the same guy. I mean, yeah, Pickens is a little younger, got a little bit more upside, but I really like Boykin's ability as well. So right there, I wouldn't say he's the steal of the draft. Pick, Kenny Pickett is not the steal of the draft as well because he came from the college and got promoted to pro in the same city. That's not really a steal. That's a promotion. And we, I love that article that he or that one-page ad that he put out thanking Pitt for his five years of service there. And now he's here playing for the pros in the same town. There is going to be a ton, a ton of picket jerseys sold this year, all because of that connection. Just like when we got Connor, James Connor from the draft a couple years ago. And what a great story, high school, college, pro, all for the same team. Had a blow-up year last year with Arizona. Couldn't be happier for the guy, too. But what a great story there. But that's going to go and show Pickens going to sell some jerseys this year. Then we pick up DeMarvin Leal. Um, Big defensive end out of Texas A&M, 6'4", 290. Uh, We're still asking him to put on some weight. I don't know if we're going to ask him to try to go inside. But the guy looks like he's built like our prototypical defensive ends. He's built like a two. He's built like a Hayward. He's got the size and he's got some of the numbers here to go with it. So eight and a half sacks last season, 12 and a half TFLs. And that eh, that led all of Texas A&M players last season from the defensive end position. So I'm excited to see what this guy can do. Obviously having to compete with louder milk as well. There's a lot of depth that we have that we're going to have to figure out who we're going to keep and who we're going to get rid of because there's a lot of youth back there with the Davis brothers with, um, Oh gosh, the, uh, the other, the big guy Mondu as well as back there as well. We got still have Wormley as a backup. So these guys are going to be really, really fighting it out. And Adams as well for backup nose tackle behind Alu Alu coming back from that injury. But to me, we're going to have to wait and see how he projects Still think he's a good pickup. I thought this was a good defensive pick. Not necessarily a steal of the draft. But this next pick that I want to talk about, Calvin Austin, shorter guy, 6'9", 170. Or sorry, 5'9", 170 from Memphis. Big wide receiver. Now, is this another Dree Archer or Chris Rainey pickup? I hope to hell not. Because this guy has durability. Where the other guys, it really didn't seem like they were as durable. Also, a competent punt returner with two punt return touchdowns. That is something that the Steelers is look, are looking to add anywhere. If they can find a good special teams contributor with a guy that has the stats too. What do you have? 74 receptions for 1,149 yards. Eight touchdowns. Junior year. He had an even more productive year, at least for touchdowns-wise, 63 receptions, 1,053 yards, 11 touchdowns. So, you know, three more touchdowns than the, than the, the, the later year, but this guy can play. 
And he was a steal in the draft if you ask the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens wanted Miles, wanted Calvin Austin the third. And as much as I was watching the Ravens draft going, oh gosh, they just picked up Hamilton. Oh my gosh. They just got Lindenberg for nothing. Like the top safety and the top center in the draft in the first round. Oh my gosh, they picked up that great linebacker. Like I'm shaking my head every time they draft. At least it's nice to hear that they shake their head when we draft as well. When we're drafting an offensive weapon that they were looking to take at that next comp spot. So we stole a player from their play, from their draft wall. And for a team that is already tough enough and has a hard enough time finding wide receivers, they didn't find a wide receiver in the entire draft where they were drafting because we took Calvin Austin. So that was a big strategic pickup just in the way that this worked out in the draft. Ravens are still going to have to try to figure out how to find a wide receiver, probably free agency now that they got rid of Hollywood Brown, uh, getting that pick to pick up Linderman as well from uh, from uh, Iowa, the big center. So we'll have to see how that works out for them. But hopefully we stole their chance to getting a great receiver. Still not the steal of the draft. Still not the steal of the draft. We'll talk about the next pick. We had to wait a whole other round, all the way through the fifth round into the sixth round. Until we drafted Connor Hayward, brother of Cam Hayward. A lot of us were talking about maybe that was a little early to pick him. A lot of us were talking about maybe he'd go undrafted and where else would he go but our team. But this is the only pick that I had in my mock draft that we hit on. <laughs> Other than, you know, because I even had the wrong quarterback. I had Ritter. But I did hit on Connor Hayward. He's just an athlete. The guy can do, like, for his whole career, 825 yards, five touchdowns on the ground. 96 receptions, 711 yards, six touchdowns in the air. That's a three-year career at Michigan. That is solid for a guy that's asked to wear many hats at Michigan, especially at fullback, running back, tight end, scat back, slot. Wherever they decide to throw him, he goes. And he plays, and he plays hard. So the Steelers like his diversity, and the reason why he made the team is because of his special teams. This guy is going to make the team already as a special teamer. He's nearly as good as Derek Watt as a special teamer out of the box. So I am super excited to see what we're going to get on our coverage teams with Watt and Connor going down the field after these guys. Look out. Maybe also in punt block, kick block, Maybe getting some hands up, knocking some stuff down. That's what I want to see. Tougher guys that are tougher to scheme against, and we make more plays in the third team aspect with special teams because that can win or lose you games, definitely. Still not the steal of the draft because I thought he was coming here anyway. But we also had Mark Robinson, the only guy we ever interviewed that was never had a connection to Pittsburgh or the Steelers. He was on a hush-hush trip. When he was visiting the Steelers, we weren't allowed to talk about it, but we did talk about him and his college career. And you can go listen to that interview over at SteelerNation.com. Great guy, really athletic, 91 tackles, five and a half tackles for a, uh, for a loss, and three inside th- and three sacks. So I think he's projecting to be an inside linebacker. Uh, I think he's going to be a good player. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do on special teams as well. 
but it's going to be a fun, fun way to figure out where these guys are going to fit coming in, but still not the steal of the draft. He was expected. He was expected to be part of this team. Chris Alodekin, quarterback out of San Diego State in the seventh round. We took him in the seventh round because we thought we're not going to let him hit the open undrafted rookie free agency. We're going to grab our fourth quarterback now. It just means he's locked to the team. Might not like it as a strategic thing, guys, but it was the right pick to make sure we had our fourth quarterback that we wanted in camp and we locked him in. Smart move. 3,164 passing yards, 25 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Very, very respectable. And that also goes along with his 188 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Now, he had a year in when he was the quarterback of Samford where he had 490 yards and eight touchdowns on the ground. So this guy is a mobile option. This is one of those guys we were looking to talk about for picking up a mobile quarterback. Is this guy going to push off one of the other quarterbacks from the roster or make this a situation where we have to try to trade one of our quarterbacks to try to get some draft picks for them before finalizing our roster at the end of the season? I don't know. But I do know he's on the roster now. Still not the steal, but he we did steal him from undrafted rookie free agency and he did not get the chance to compete with, the, with other teams to being able to play for someone else, but he's still in a good situation for a team that needs quarterbacks this season. We only have one returning quarterback on our roster now, and that is Rudolph. And still, he is not 100% definite to making this team. Now, we had our undrafted rookie free agent pickups. Uh, Jalen Warren, the running back out of o- Oklahoma State. We had uh, Chris Steele, cornerback out of USC. Uh, Jeremiah Hall, fullback out of Oklahoma State. Chris Owens, offensive lineman out of Alabama. Monteo Durant, running back out of Duke. Tyree Johnson, nose tackle out of Texas A&M. Bryce Watts, cornerback out of UMass. Jordan Tucker, offensive tackle out of UNC. TD Moultrie, edge out of Auburn. Telvin Harville, defensive back out of Robert Morris. And Michael Marlett. Offensive lineman from Mizzou and Tyrell Ford, defensive back from Waterloo. Out of these guys, two guys might be a steal in this draft. One of them, the big boy out of Texas A&M. Another Texas A&M guy that we go and grab after getting Leal already. Getting his teammate Tyree Johnson at nose. This guy's got the ability to make the team. Big player. Quick, space eater, athletic, taking up two guys at a time. If he has a chance to bump Adams off of this roster, that is a big pickup. And even pushing Alu-Alu for some starting time. Nose tackle is wide open, ladies and gentlemen. You have your chance of making this team at nose tackle. And I'd say Tyree Johnson has one of the best chances of making this team. But my steal of the drafts, Steeler Nation, is Monteo Durant. You don't go and pay a guy the first time the Steelers have ever given a guy a big signing bonus from an undrafted rookie free agent perspective. They gave it to the Duke running back, Monteo Durant. Guy is 6'1", 195, put up good numbers last season, 1,241 yards rushing, nine touchdowns, adding 27 receptions 
250 yards and two more touchdowns from the air. This guy's an all-around threat. Now, I know we've been disappointed with the productivity of Snell. I know we've been disappointed with the health and the ability to stay on the field with McFarland. Those guys supposed to be our backups. But man, Durant can do it all and do it all well. He's not the best at either of them. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the best pass catcher, but he can do everything well. And that's how a guy can possibly make this team and be the steal of the draft to be the next backup running back for Najee Harris in our new running back focused Najee Harris offense. Running back driven, passes out of the backfield, having the play action, having the read option, getting the ball to the receivers at other ends, down the field deep off of play actions. I cannot wait to see it. And I am saying right now, I think Monteo Durant is going to be a part of that Matt Canada offense this upcoming season. What say you, Steeler Nation? Be sure to come out and check me out on social media at SNStriker on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know what you think. And thank you once again for joining us on another Steeler Nation podcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to check out the great Pittsburgh sports content over at DKPittsburghSports.com. Check out all of our great Twitter podcasts, all of our podcasts at the Twitter site at DKPS Podcasts over at Twitter. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles over at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. Follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. And follow your host, Steeler Nation Striker at SN Striker, Twitter, Instagram. Thank you for joining us once again for the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, G Striker. Rooting along with you, as always, go Steelers!